Welcome to Cold Water Podcast. I'm Nicola Halton. We all know the importance of getting out there and doing a great work for Jesus. In this podcast, we will learn more about the people who are involved in changing lives for good, for God. like to welcome Jamie, Jamie Daniels to the Cold Water Podcast. Hello Jamie, I understand you're a pastor of County Durham Christian Life Centre and run Cranmer Hall Growing Leaders and you also run Northeast Youth, Youth for Christ and you've done that for five, you did that for five years, is that right? Yeah, so um, so, so I pastor the church and I, I uh, oversaw Youth for Christ in the Northeast region for five years, so I finished that in July last year to take up the post with Cranmer Hall. That's wonderful. Brilliant. Um, what type of Christian background did you come from and how did you learn to trust Jesus? Yeah, it's a good, good question. So, so I grew I grew up in a Christian home, um, you know, was part of youth groups for people, anybody in, in the Northeast went to harvest, all of that stuff was sort of grew up in the Northeast Christian scene. But what, what happened in my life was when I was a teenager, my parents got divorced. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you've, you know, you, you you ever look at people in the church and you think, oh, well, that's what a marriage looks like. Well, that's mm-hmm. what my parents were. They were the example of what a good, solid Christian marriage were was in that in the church at the time. And when they separated, it caused for me personally quite a big sort of step back in faith. So I kind of I rebelled and I went my own way and I got involved in all kinds of stuff and live my own life for a long time and you know kind of I still had connections with church but I kind of I didn't really live a Christian lifestyle through my sort of late teens early 20s um and then I was um I still had connections with people involved in church and I bumped into um a a former friend of mine from Harvest guy called John Cook who who said to me in sort of the, the mid 2000s he said listen I'm planting this church in Newcastle um do you want to come? And I sort of laughed a little bit and said, yeah, yeah, maybe one day. And about mm-hmm. six months later, I went along and I went to what at the time was a small church of about 30 people meeting in a little hotel room in Newcastle. The later mm-hmm. became Newcastle Christian Life Centre. There was a church of, um, you know, ended up being a church of about 800 people in the end. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of, it was incredible to be part of that. But one of the things that really spoke to me was the way that I was never judged. I was never put down because of my past lifestyle or anything like that. I was just loved and accepted. And then slowly the Holy Spirit convicted me of things that I needed to change in my life. Yeah. And I think by being part of a community where I could find my place, God really spoke to me, changed my life. And through that felt called to ministry. And here we are, um, you know, training church leaders in a context with Cranmer Hall, whilst also pastoring and running a church myself. That's amazing. Well, I'll be praying that you keep going from strength to strength, because that's really important that you've got that prayer behind you, that prayer support. And I I feel as if, as you mentioned there, we're not allowed to have crisis in church. And, you know, we are allowed to have crisis in church. So it's finding that support in that situation as well. It's uh, really, really hard and but really, really necessary. Yeah, and I think I think with that, one of the things that's that's really apparent in the walk of Christian uh, in 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 a Christian walk and in your Christian life is that you know you don't become a Christian and then suddenly you live on this pink fluffy cloud and everything's yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Basically, what you have is you'll still go through difficulties, you'll still go through troubles, 
you'll still go through some really challenging things in life, but actually in him, you have a way to get through those things. Yes, yes. And God's with you through the storm and guides you through it. God's with you in the difficult circumstances. God's with you when the times get tough. And that's the difference between being a Christian is you're not doing it alone anymore. You're doing it with a God who can move mountains and a God who can transform your circumstances and a God who loves you and cares for you and wants the best for you. And that's the thing that's transformative as a Christian going through difficulty. Not the fact that your troubles always just disappear and go away because that's just not how the world Mm. works. We still live in 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 a broken world. However, God is with you through the difficulties and that's Amen. that's a really important message I think. Amen thank you that was brilliant and I don't want to take anything away from that what you've just said. Um, you're currently working through the book of Acts I've had a look on your website and it's 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 lovely uh, I found it in the show, I'm going to put it in the show notes what do you think you have planned for the future of um, County Durham Christian Life Centre? Well that's a very big question because I like to I like to have bigger vision than what I think our capacity at the moment gives us the ability to do. Um, You talk about the Book of Acts. In fact, we've just done the final week in the Book of Acts Mm -hmm. this Sunday gone. Yeah. Um, And I think what, what kind of, what kind of really spoke to me was with us being quite a young church. I mean, we planted the church in October, 2020 during a global pandemic, we start the church. So we're only a two, two and a bit month old church. And I think by studying the book of Acts, it's really kind of shown us what God can do if we stick to how to how his church grew in the first instance. Yeah. So 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 for us, it's been a bit of a learning adventure by looking at the early church. Right. And we, we titled the series um, Empowered for Purpose. And right. I think that sort of defines what God did in the early church. It was, yes, it was the church, and you look at the ministry of Paul, but what Paul did was he established local church, and I believe the the church is God's vehicle to reach the world. Yeah. And I think, you know, sometimes we can see this ministry, that ministry, all these other things, but actually the church is at the heart of community. It's where people are. It's got to be the relational face of, 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 of faith. And for me, the church is so important. And I think that's what we see in the book of Acts. We see Paul planting and resourcing churches um, in an apostolic way. And that's really encouraging. So for us as a church, we've learned from that. And I think for me, it's very much about building a church that has Christ at the center. So so you, you've looked on our website, we have this yeah. little phrase, yes. which is Christ-centered, Bible-based, spirit-filled. Yeah. And I think for me, that comes out of looking at, at the book of Acts, you look at a church where actually through Paul, Paul was absolutely inspired by the fact that we're all about Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's about Jesus, the son of God, his time on earth, but actually what's come come since. Paul was also very scripture heavy. Paul used the scriptures all the time in the book of Acts. He used scripture as a way of pointing people to Jesus. So we're Christ-centered, but we're also Bible-based. Mm-hmm. And then finally, you have that beautiful moment at the start of Acts where Jesus is ascending to heaven and he says, I'm going to send you another. Like, it's all right that I'm leaving because I'm sending you the Holy Spirit. And as a church, we want to be a spirit filled church, because actually, as Christians, we're called to be equipped by the Holy Spirit who lives within us to guide us in our lives, but also equip us for the mission and ministry that God's given us. 
That's amazing. Thank you. I'll keep praying for you on that as well. It's a, it's a, yeah, amazing, amazing adventure. And um, what do you feel God is doing in the Northeast? Because you were part of Northeast Youth for Christ. And I just think you must have a heart for it up here. It's, it's interesting. So, so, so for me, if I go back a number of years ago, I remember it was about, oh, when was it? It had been about 2011, 2012. I really felt God calling me to to full-time ministry. Mm-hmm. And I think often for people that looks like, you know, at the time I was part of uh, a church in Newcastle that was part of AOG, um, the church that, 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 that John Cook planted there. And I remember thinking, well, I'll have to go to Mattersea Hall down in wherever because yes. that's where AOG trains everybody. Mm-hmm. But I really felt God specifically saying, like, I want you here. I want you in the Northeast. And, I, and I've called you to this region. And, and to be honest, if you ask what my heart and passion is, I'm a Northeaster through and through. I was growing up here. I've never left the area. You know, my wife will tell you if she can get me to go on holiday to the Lake District, she's achieved a long distance trip, <laughs> you know. So so for me, I love the Northeast and I never dreamed, dreamt of being anywhere else. But in that moment when I was called, I was looking at, well, if I'm going to go into full-time ministry, well, I need to... I need to do some work and I need to train in what that looks like. And the only place that I could train at the time was this Church of England Theology College yeah. in the middle of Durham University, which yeah. is Cranmer Hall. And I remember coming here and, and at the time there was basically, I was the only person here that wasn't training for ordained Church of England ministry or was kind of married to somebody who was. And it was kind of quite a big step. And I remember saying to, to some of the staff here, like, look, how come I'm not can't be the only one in the region? And and I remember just 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 this real passion for it's about the north. I want to see the northeast flourish with Christ-centered ministry. And 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 in that moment, I think on the back of that conversation, I helped build some links in the in the summer with the the churches in the region. I remember kind of sort of sitting, hitting the phones and ringing pastors on behalf of Cranmer Hall and building those links. Um, and on the back of that, that there was a thing in Cranmer Hall called the Free Church Track that was born, yeah. that is now flourishing and, and is where I'm sort of working yes. now. And what, what we saw through that was we just really saw God bring about this thing that's that's in the Northeast for the Northeast. And it's just, for me, I want to see churches grow with good leaders who can help take the church forward in the Northeast. I want to see the Northeast be, be an explosion of faith. And, and I think that's what we're starting to see, you know, yeah. and we're starting to see little pockets and little things start to happen. And I believe that God's doing something significant here. Yeah. I mean, just last year on a growing leaders course, we had 45 people on the one course that right. we, that we started. And, and that's just the tip of the iceberg of what's going to happen because I believe God is growing Christ-centered leaders who are empowered for purpose here in the Northeast. And that's that's really exciting to be part of that. Um, I see it in my own church as well. Yes. Like, you know, you know, we, we're a two-year-old church. And I think, you know, into all intents and purposes, we're sort of punching above our weight a little bit. But over this last probably month or so, we've just seen this steady flow of week on week, new people week after week after week after week, and God is starting to do something significant, even up in concert. Yeah. And I believe that churches are seeing that across the region. You speak to City Church in Newcastle and Hillsong, and you speak to some of the Church of England churches, mm-hmm. um, you know, churches in Sunderland, Teesside, all over the place. And you see that there's this growth beginning to happen. Yeah. 
And it's yeah. encouraging to see that because yes. that's that's a sign of people coming to faith, people returning to faith. It's God starting to move by people being drawn into his kingdom. That's brilliant. Well, I think that's amazing that you sort of changed the fingerprint of the training in Cramner Hall because it is something that can you're either you felt like you were either one way or the other, and it's nice to have that con, con you know consolidation of the of the faith really, and you know get that training that you need in Cranmer Hall. So that's really yeah. good. I think one of the nice things about here as well is it's been other people have noticed what's happening here at Cranmer. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if you know much about Cranmer Hall, Nicola, but it's. Is Ian Galloway at the moment? Uh, uh, do... So I share an office with yes. Ian Galloway. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so Ian and I work very closely together. And, and I think what we're what we're starting to see is, is and, and on the back of people like Andy Byers, who've been here before and, and, and done great work, we're just seeing, seeing something start to build. So this year we've seen more free church students come into Cranmer than Anglican ordinance. Yeah. That's that's unbelievable. Yeah. But the reason we've seen that is because I think God is doing something significant here in the region. Yes. And 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 what we what we've seen with that is is Cranmer's become this great place that is for everyone. Yeah. It's not exclusive to a denomination. It's not yeah. exclusive in the way that it teaches. But what we do is we help to open up how can people how can people dig into God and into their faith in a way that equips them for ministry. That's brilliant. So, so, you know, we're not just teaching church history and theology and, you yes. know, the Old Testament, the New Testament. We're teaching how do you then apply that to reach the lost with the gospel message? And that's mm. so important. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. As we, as you know, um, basically Youth for Christ had a big impact on me 30 years ago. Me and my husband, we, we started going to that. Um, what has God What's impacting you at the moment um, or, or who is impacting you at the moment for the better? Is that personally or? Pers well, it could be both. It could be both. I'll leave that one. You know, I just feel as if so there was something that drew me that made me step out. That was a sort of, um, I don't really sort of a, a dumb denomination or anything like that. But is there something that's really pulling you that the Lord is like a, that the Lord is using to, to help you grow. Yeah, it's, it's really good. And I think, you know, I mean, I, I remember for me, I talked about the time that I was away from church. There was one thing that I always did. And that was I went to ninth hours every month. Yeah. Because I bet I felt like, you know, I had friends there and I felt God pulling me into that connection still. And I think although I turned my back on God, he never turned his back on me and kept me connected. And then the other thing was harvest. And mm -hmm. I remember those things were key in my life as a yeah. teenager and then as a as a young adult and god used those powerfully and it was through i don't know if you remember the any one event that happened yes um uh, at harrington country park well that's where i bumped into john cook yeah yeah you know and it was and it was through that kind of thing that god used those little moments yes and i think when i came into youth for christ i felt very much we, we sort of set together what is God calling Youth for Christ to do here in the region. And the four things that we really touched on, and it's something that, that Julian Clark, who is now the, the, the director there now, has continued these four areas because they're key, which is growing leaders, resourcing churches, equipping schools and gathering together. Yeah. And in that area, what he's doing is creating forums that can either equip the local church 
reach young people in schools, grow leadership within young people, but also providing space where for Youth for Christ, young young people, but outside of that, other people can join and grow in their faith, knowledge and understanding of Jesus. And I think that's key and that's important. So for me, stuff like that had made a massive impact in my life mm-hmm. over the years growing yeah. up. And I think one of the things that really got me about what what John did with Newcastle Christian Life Centre was he created a, a, ch- a church environment that had that culture and feel that your harvests and your ninth hours had. And I remember being a youth and I remember sort of, you know, I'd go to my church and all year I'd sort of, you know, do the church youth group thing. And it was nice and it was great. And I was part of a good church, but it was like, you know, you kind of went through the motions and you found that sort of, as you sort of got into July, you kind of were like a bit, oh, 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 you're going through the motions. And then you go to something like Harvest and you'd end up on this kind of spiritual warmth. Look at what God's doing. It's amazing. My faith is built. And then you'd go encouraged and enthused back into life. And and you'd go into that flow. Whereas actually what I did was I ended up in this church that had an environment that carried that enthusiastic passion for faith and a passion for the lost. And that really impacted me. Yeah. So I saw that work because I then saw people getting saved, meeting Jesus, growing in their faith, their relationship with God. And this was because God was doing a new thing and central to that new thing was the local church. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think for me now, where I am now, is that stuff is all still core as we go into a, into concert and, and have the church that we have in concert. Yes. The County Durham Christian Life Centre is a church where everybody can feel welcome, everybody comes in, but they'll meet Jesus and their faith will be built, whether they're new to faith or they've been a Christian all their lives. Right. Because I want people to be equipped to be the hands of feet of Jesus to go out to their world. That's amazing. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. What does you said on that one of the, the uh, acts about taking small steps to get to Rome? Mm-hmm. What does Rome look like for you? Um, I think I think for us, our, our model as a church is we we want to plant more churches. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we're, we're going to look at a model where we'll grow across the region. It's the reason why we're County Durham Christian Life Centre, not Concert yes. Christian Life Centre. Yeah. It's because the vision is to plant across the county so that we can reach more people with the good news of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So, But we also, you see, I, I believe that, that it's all right parachuting in somewhere and giving somebody an awesome gospel presentation and seeing people come to Jesus. But actually, you have to be able to love, nurture and care for those people. And that's why church is so important in the mix, because church is the active living community where people can become part of its building family. So we're doing that in concert, but we want to look at Stanley and Durham City and all of these places around the county Mm -hmm. and say, well, how can we be that in those communities as well? Yeah. And each one may look different because the community it's placed in is different. Yes. But at the heart of it will be that Christ-centered, Bible-based, spirit-filled yeah, yeah. I've lived in County Durham and I know yeah. that each each village has its own personality. Every school has its own personality, um, you know, and it, it is a very unique place. It's a very large county, 
but it's also got very poor pockets and you know it's got a big wealthy city city cathedral city but there's lots of pockets of, of poverty as yeah. well so you know it, it would be wonderful to see churches grow throughout county durham and i'll be praying for that and uh, I've, I've left one question off but i really want to say this and i just really want you to encourage people to to get to know christ and and mm -hmm. how would you do that um you know how would you do that jamie I think it's it's really interesting because, you know, if you go out and you have a really nice meal somewhere, you tell people about it, don't you? You do. You tell people about a nice meal because you've gone to a restaurant. You know, I went to um, a Brazilian steakhouse in Jesmond the other day and it was amazing. And it was like they kept bringing this food and it was this great experience. And I enthusiastically shared about it on Instagram and told my friends about it and you know, even though I was quite full and tired as a result. But it was like, it was an amazing experience. And I wanted to tell people about, well, how much more so should I want to tell people about Jesus who has transformed and changed my life? And if I look at where I am today, I live in a place of faith and I live in a place of hope. And I believe that the, that Jesus is the transformative thing that's changed my life. Yes. There's nothing else. You know, um, there's a a song by Hillsong Young and Free called Hindsight. Right. And the lyrics are this, it's my God isn't finished yet. He's done it before. He can do it again. I'm going to trust him with what's next because mm -hmm. the God I know is known for faithfulness. Yeah. So people talk about blind faith. I don't believe Christianity is blind faith. I believe it's faith based on a God that's proved who he is. Yeah. And I think for me, if I was to say the gospel, the gospel message for me is really straightforward. It's no matter what I've done, no matter what I do, no matter what I'm going to do, God loves me, sent his son to set me free from the things that I've done wrong. What has come to set me free from sin. So no longer do I live apart from God, but I can have a relationship with a living God. Yeah. And that's such a powerful message because that in its own is something that's unique and can only be found in Jesus. Brilliant. There isn't another world religion that can offer that hope mm -hmm. of a living God who wants to know you. Yeah, yeah. And that is the distinguishable thing. And because of what Jesus did on the cross, because he paid the price for my sin and the things that I've done wrong, the things that separate me from him, then suddenly I can have that relationship. Yeah. And that's yeah. the hope that, that, that people need. Yes. Yeah. Brilliant. You know, I don't think anything else makes sense to me. I don't think yes. atheism makes sense because actually like nothing is an illogical concept. Mm -hmm. I think there has to be something and for there to be something, there has to be a God to create that something. I believe that, you know, you look at, you look at all these other religions that are based on people who came along, died and just basically, you know, said, this is what you should do. I don't believe in that. I believe in a living God who's yeah. alive today and who and who wants to know me and have a relationship with me. Yeah. And I see him at work in my life all the time. Brilliant. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to say thank you for joining me. And that was lovely. Really, really appreciated it. Thank you. Thank you. Great. Absolute pleasure. Thank you for um, spending the time and inviting me along. It's been really great to be part of it. Good. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Cold Water Podcast. Please remember to subscribe and join next week. <laughs>